And we're going to go start streaming. And we're hitting start streaming. Connecting, equipping, and promoting emerging supernaturalists. Ha <laughs> ha created for such a time as this. All right, and here we go. <laughs> there is more. He said, what? Uh-oh, it's the Supernaturalist Podcast Show, yep, where we are aggregating and creating incredible supernatural content on a weekly basis, and downloading it, by the way, if you subscribe, onto your desktop, which, by the way, who listens to um, podcasts on their desktop computer? <laughs> Just saying, you can, or your tablet, or your mobile phone, so make sure that you subscribe to this podcast today. Do it now. Don't delay. All right. Also, just wanted to state who I am. If we haven't met yet, my name is Darren, Darren Stott. I wrote a book. Yep. I'm an author called Pattern Interrupt. Check it out on Amazon. Again, Pattern Interrupt. You can get the paperback, the Kindle, or for those who can't read, you can do it on Audible, where it just basically reads to you. It's awesome. And I'm a pastor. Yes. Pastor of an Epcot. That'd be an experimental prototype community of tomorrow. So it's a little more than church. It's called Seattle Revival Center. We're doing real cool stuff. So check us out online at seattlerevivalcenter.com and founder of Supernaturalist Ministry. This ministry and podcast exists to connect, equip, and promote emerging supernaturalists on a global level. And I trust that's why you're listening, that it's your desire to see God's kingdom come, his will be done, established through your unorthodox daily creative contribution it's an honor to have you listening it's an honor to be in this thing with it's it's an honor to be alive such it's an, like guys we are alive stuff is cracking on the earth and we're in this together so uh super excited about you 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 it's all about youtube.com check us out on youtube yes many of our interviews are live now and you can actually see our facial expressions and um and see when we're trying not to laugh and see when we're getting actually way too serious so just go to youtube do a search for darren stott and supernaturalist ministries or just do one or the other you'll find us and subscribe on YouTube because um, we're really excited about it and the platform is really uh, taken off thanks to Justin Abraham and Haroon Balchidani. Now, speaking of Haroon Balchidani, that's who I got today. And so you heard the podcast with Justin and Haroon, but um, this time it's just him and I, and uh, we sit down, we talk about all, all kinds of stuff. It's 90 minutes of just having a conversation. I think you're going to enjoy it. That That's what we do. We just have these uh, conversations. Uh, so we're going to dive into that in just a second. But before we do, I'm just, I just wanted to kind of give you a teaser about what's to come. Um, uh, our good friend and supernaturalist Charlie Champ is conducting interviews for this podcast. So, uh, so stay, um, stay connected, you guys, because there's some incredible content coming from uh, from Charles Champ, one of our one of our favorites. And so, uh, I'm not going to tell you who those interviews are with. Um, I'm sure you'll be able to guess if you've been following uh, Charlie. But even more reason to help get the word out and to subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe on YouTube because um, uh, we, we've done some amazing stuff, but we're working on some cray cry stuff, okay? Um, 
Last but not least, make sure that you uh, review this podcast on iTunes. As you know, um, reviews are a big uh, are a big deal, and so you can give it one star, and that means that um, there's basically a waste of your time. Or you can give it five stars, and that means that you that you found this thing absolutely liberating and inspirational and entertaining. And so give it five stars because we think it's worthy of that. To do that, go to thedarrenshow.com. That's right. I created a link to get you there safely and efficiently. The, it's the, the darrenshow.com and that'll get you over to iTunes. Give it five stars. Give it a friendly comment um, and that'll help iTunes aggregate this content and one day help us rank. That's what we're believing for. Um, and, and then we'll be happy. <laughs> All right. Without any more distraction, let's dive into this fun and engaging conversation with the one and only Arun Balchadani. Make sure you connect with him. His contact details and website are on the show notes. Let's do this right here, right now on the Supernaturalist podcast show. Let's go. What's up, guys? Everyone online, here we go with uh, Arun Bolchadani. Yeah, hey, everyone. In the studio. Awesome, man. It's awesome. Well, happy happy Kavade. Yes, happy Kavade. We're going into night three tonight. You're going to be doing um, some co-ministry, some team team ministry, um, Mm -hmm. which uh, everybody's into teams right now. Like all the superhero movies and everything, that's it's all it's all about teams, right? Right. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring we're gonna do some team stuff tonight. Entangling yeah. union. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. And um uh so yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah. So like what kind of weird stuff are you into right now <laughs> with your with your diet i mean let, let's talk about diet that's yeah, one that's right, one, right. one thing we haven't actually talked a lot about now i know you do a lot of fasting mm-hmm. um and uh uh but when when you do eat are you are you are are you weird with your eating are there certain th- like not weird but are there places that you'll go or places that you won't go or things that you're experimenting with in, in the sure. area of nutrition because i don't think we've actually really got into nutrition a bunch Right, and yet I know that like that um, uh, you certainly have some uh, revelation on, and some activations that you do with people when it comes to un, untangling with food and, and that sure. and that. But let, all right, let's let's start with nutrition. Yeah, um, yeah. What's your what's your what's kind of your philosophy, your own personal philosophy, and where mm-hmm. you're at right now? Yeah, um, we'll talk a little bit on this. I think that yeah, I think it's it's obviously hugely important. I think it's uh, been approached in. Um, in an interesting way. I think, you know, first off, I just want to say, you know, be led by the spirit, you know, you know, obviously disengage, untangle from any unhealthy relationships you have, you know, codependent bonds you're having with food, different things like that. We can go more in depth there, mm-hmm. but um, be led by the spirit, you know, um, and being led by the spirit doesn't mean just stay addicted, you know, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? but it, it means, um, just follow the lead and, and trust and, and walk in it. Just walk in, walk in who you are. And the reason I'm saying this too is because a lot of times with health, with food, with all this stuff, and I'm just scratching the surface there. I'm, I'm, uh, I have some breakthroughs there. But in a lot of ways, just just scratching the surface and health and nutrition and everything like that. Um, I think when 
I got really into it, which whomever is awesome, but I got really into it. And sometimes if you get, if you get too into it, or I've seen and witnessed people, they become, they become like a mastered by it. Right. So you can become mastered by the supplements you take by the different nutrients mastered by like health consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> right. Versus. Yeah. And I think it becomes it, like an addiction sort of right. It, like, yeah. It, it's you become a slave. Like you go to the restaurant and you say, no, I have to have it this way. I have to have it this way because of this, because of that, you know, gluten free, uh, whatever it is. Now there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. The thing is, is that if your body reacts a certain way during different things, just yeah, go be faithful, go for it. Mm. But I think sometimes we, we just lack faith. We lack uh, ability to override and recode that, which is before us. And I think that's a really, I think that's a really cool thing to talk about is really just saying, Hey, what's in front of me. Um, I can shift the dynamic of this. You know, I literally have the authority to, to not become subservient to it, you know, but to be master over it. And that doesn't mean that doesn't give you the right. Like I do a lot of times is eating a lot of junk food. You know what I mean? And I, like I said, I'm just scratching the surface here, but um, what it does do is it shows you who you are and what you have power over, which is all things. Mm. You know what I mean? And so I love to have like good coffee. And we talked about biohacking with good coffee before and like the, the best bean everything like that and i've talked about uh, health food and stuff like that but i love because, i, I mean, love when having we're talking about coffee you're like you're <laughs> you're you're hand grinding your beans right like you're sure. you're boiling your water with like a magnifying glass oh. o- over you know like, i mean you're, you're going like you know yeah 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 praying in tongues over it yeah yeah I'm yeah sure. no yeah but um, getting permission yeah. from the beans getting to grind them before <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good one. No, no, um, no. But I, I, I like. I, I love my ice cream. I love having fun eating. Just I love eating. You know, I love food. The thing is, is that I also know that I have dominion over it. Yeah. That it doesn't master me. That if I go a week, two weeks, three weeks, like I have several times, without it, with just water. Sometimes without water, I can be just as nourished. Mm. I feel just as strong and just as clear. Yeah. And that's because I understand the dynamic that's, I think, much deeper than all of this. Yeah. And we all understand this. We all know this. We all can resonate with our union, with our connection with the creator. Now it's just taking that and expanding the tempegs into the body and just saying, yeah, God, like I can sync with you on a bodily level, receive my energy from you. And Jesus said this himself when the disciples were bringing him food. You know, it's like, hey, I eat, guys, I, I eat food. You know not of right you know he's like i'm in a relationship relational dance connection with god and they're like can we have some (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly we get this food right exactly and um i think that's i think that's the um that's beyond nutrition it's beyond supplementation and all that stuff nutrition supplementation all that stuff has its place i do it i love it so do you have any sort of uh traditional practice when it comes to actually blessing blessing your food and it's you know yeah i I do because i i would imagine there's kind of a a religious tradition yeah where we do where we bless the food just out of mm-hmm. this idea that uh, i'm gonna bless it so that it doesn't kill me right but it's kind of a tradition right mm-hmm. but i think like gr- growing up that was always my whole thing it wasn't like thank you god for this food it was like god if some poison got in here 
help me not to die. You know, you know <laughs> this idea yeah, that like, totally. you know, uh-huh. um, but, uh, but, uh, uh, but then there are others that, that it's like when they're blessing their food, they're almost giving their food like an impartation Sure. before they, so yeah. So what totally. is, what is blessing the food or giving thanks? What is that? What does that look like for you? And how, how do yeah. you, how do you connect with it? Yeah, no, it's, it's good. I think there's actually a historical context be, uh, behind blessing food and going way back in time where people were sometimes poisoned and oh really like really yeah, and yeah, like yeah. I, I forgot what, what time period this is but they would actually uh, bless the food because uh, there's a lot of enemies and different things like that invading territories and so on and so forth so like a blessing was also a way to cover in the meal wow interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah, i'll have to look in a historical context somebody on here watching probably knows a lot about this but um in terms of blessing the food i i think you know the way that i approach it a lot of times based upon what the context I just shared before this is, um, and just like when uh, Carlisle, when we were having food a little earlier today with Justin, you know, I looked at the food and what do I do in my heart before I go, God, thank you for this pleasure that I'm about to enjoy, right? Mm. So I, I look at the food and I approach it differently. I approach it from a place of a pleasure to be enjoyed versus a necessity, right? Because my, my necessity is my union, mm. right? And this is a pleasure to be enjoyed. This is something for fellowship. We break bread together to, to connect, right? And to uh, enjoy some of the things that God created. So I think that's one of the approaches I take to it. I also, you know, just, and I think through that, a lot of things take place, you know, because you're choosing to approach God. It's, a, it's an act in a sense of worship, you know? You're like, this is a pleasure to be enjoyed because you're, you're connecting with God who is your nourishment. And therefore, when you're connecting with God who is your nourishment, and saying this is a pleasure to be enjoyed, there's a release of blessing that comes. Mm, you wow. know, just based on that, just based on the intention that you're setting before the Lord. Right? Wow. Because it, it, doesn't that make sense? Like the intention I'm setting is, God, I'm connected with you. You are my source of all life and all energy. And this food is a pleasure. Right there is a prayer. It's a blessing. You know, beyond that is just learning to approach the meal from a place of this is the Lord's Supper. God's body was broken. You know, when he, wow, when he, when he, when he broke bread with the disciples and individuals, you know, that was the context. Of that. My, he, he knew his body was going to be broken and he was breaking the bread, fellowshipping with people, you know? So that's how another way I approach it. And, you know, like, um, yeah, there's, there's some, yeah, there's some more stuff there, but I would love to hear from you too. Like, is there, you know, how you approach that, you know, with you, with your family, if there's anything, yeah not not as intentionally as i could yeah sure <laughs> you know um i think for me it's more of in our family context is more of creating an ethic of gratefulness and thankfulness that's yeah you know and so awesome. it, it so there is um a positive side of tradition mm-hmm. in that it builds kind of a rhythm into our family dynamic and into our daily dynamic where we're if nothing else we are just stopping to give thanks so that we're not taking for granted the blessings that we mm-hmm. have so i think that um giving thanks can even be like just uh, a deliberate intention like like this whole idea of just being more mindful before we totally. before we eat and i also think that when we take the time to give thanks mm-hmm. perhaps that even slows us down because we tend to do things so quickly yeah so if if we can take the time to give thanks for 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 the blessing of food and and um i think that the overall maybe even subconsciously that might even be able to slow us down and how and and how we're chewing our food and that we are actually chewing our food and not just 
not just inhaling it. Right. That's really good. And yeah, so, um, that's true, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, so, but hanging out with Justin, you know, over the last few days, you know, watching how he like almost like deliberately like gives the food an impartation. He was totally. talking like this food does not have the ability to fuel me the way that I need to be fueled. Right. You know, and so, but, um, but, but the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, you know, can. So I want to bless, I want to infuse this. This is all my own, my own word choice, right? Yeah. Justin has his own word choice, but I'm going to infuse this food with the energy that I need, sure. you know, so it's really, re- really interesting. And that, that's, you know, that's where I was wondering, kind of yeah. like just your own kind of um, approach to, to food and its, and its role, you know, and how yeah. we're, and how we're engaging with it. But I also like what you were talking about as far as even just just um, breaking out of the traditional context of communion and allowing our eating times to take us back to that to that moment of celebration, remembrance, and and engaging with 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 the body and blood of Jesus. I think that's that's really cool. Yeah, I think you know what you shared was key. You know, just just gratitude and thankfulness. If we understand that everything is energy, you know, and that we're shifting our environment, like uh, we we talked about at the conference, you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You know, thankfulness and, and gratitude and joy and all these all this stuff shifts your attitude, your atmosphere, and your altitude, right? It changes the dynamic internally and externally. So as you begin to get thankful, as you begin to just bless the food in that way, just meditate around some of the good things that are going on, family, like you're saying in that context, you are reprogramming the the, the the energetic will make the energetic energy makeup of that food. Wow. Yeah, Cause it's wow. all, it's all, wow. you know, yeah. it's all yeah. that. Yeah. Right. So in, in a sense, you're blessing you, you know, and when you exercise patience, you're retraining your mind because most of the time when people see food, if you just go and observe, you know, food will get put in front of them and you just autopilot. But this, when you pull back and you just begin to be patient, you actually just look at it and you're like, this is awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to have this. Yeah, you know, and you just begin to just wait a little bit, and then approach it from that. It's a completely different dynamic, and I, I think I learned this even more too from from Kirby and Fiona Delanerall. You know, and in this area, there I, I think they're massive authority, and um, and uh, living from the food you know now of, which we now know, which is our relationship with Christ, right? Um, so, yeah, there's so many different approaches here that we could take. Yeah, but, I, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and just kind of switching gears just a little bit. Um, wh- whenever I've, I've uh, hung out around you and just kind of been with you, I definitely see a, um, uh, like, like, a, a, like a discipline for community. And maybe discipline's not the right the right kind of thing, but I definitely, see, like, you, you, lo- you love to run with the tribe. Like, we even have, like, a tribe of, of friends in, in the room with us. Yeah. I would love for you to kind of unpack that, sure. like the role of community in your life and and um and and what you feel like is is I know it's not a responsibility it's a joy for you right mm-hmm. to run with friends and, and just that place of impartation that comes through just hanging out and that kind of thing sure um, but what do you think the importance it like what do you think the importance of community is just yeah. in your in your own life yeah no that's that's a really really good question and very necessary I think we we all need to be surrounded by uh, an incredible infrastructure, a circle of trust, mm. family, friendship, connection. And I think that's the infrastructure for for pioneering, mm. you know. And uh, we need each other. We can't do this alone. You know, gone are the days of the lone wolf or the man of God. It's the God of man, as my friend would say. Amen, amen. It's the God of man. And yeah, you know, the thing is, it wasn't always natural for me. Um, but I think God gave me grace and an impartation to desire that. Now I just, I just desire to build with people 
you know and i i love having my time just alone and just connection but i know that jesus demonstrated something that i believe you know he was he is you know he's the, he's the standard yeah and he demonstrated friendship connection community discipleship you know he ran with people you know and i think it's so important i think you know one of the reasons uh, why i think the why i know the realms the cloud of witnesses and various other topics that uh, realities in the in the heavenly family opened up to me is because I was a wise steward of relationships here. Wow! You know? Wow! Wow! And I think accountability, peers, people you're mentoring, people that are mentoring you, all that stuff, it just creates an infrastructure for health, longevity, life. Yeah, you know, we are one. We talked about this in the last video and podcast yesterday with Justin. It's like we are one. We're we're connected, and we need to start acting like it. Um, you know, uh, Tanner, uh, Krenz, Ian Graham, my fiance, Carlisle, you know, right here, just sitting in the room. So guys, yeah, yeah. These guys are incredible. <laughs> you know, uh, we all have some level of history, you know, and they're really quiet. Yeah. Yeah. They're chill. They're just chilling. They're chilling. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You know, People like, are they making this up? <laughs> Pretending to have friends, yeah. right? Like, you know, just drawing people in and into the into what God's doing in my life and because um, people have drawn me into what God's doing in their life you know I'm only here like I spoke the other day I'm only here because of the the foundations individuals have set up and environments I've been able to be in for growth right yeah, so yeah. I want to provide that for other people yeah because we all need this yeah we all need to go forward and it's, it's interesting when it comes to like community and like, cause there's almost like this when it comes to like the deeper things, uh, you know, in Christ and that's in this place of really like, uh, of personal encounter, they tend to be very like intimate and almost like solo, like experiences, encounters. And, um, and it's almost like the more you're pursuing intimacy with Christ, there's almost a, a temptation to pull away mm. um, from the things of earth and even and even just from friendships and relationships just because, like, mm. like, what are you doing? I'm going deeper. Like, I'm just, I'm going to my prayer closet. I'm locking the door. Like, sure. you know, you know, bring me some water from time to time. You know, don't let me die. But, like, <laughs> um, and so, but I also, so, but there's also that place where, I, and this is the question, are there are there encounters that are reserved for the corporate? Mm. Are there the kinds of encounters that really are like it? The, the the only way into them is actually corporately. Sure. Um, yeah, I hear you. I think it's summed up in love golf with all of your heart, all of your strength, all of your mind. Love one another as you love yourself. Yeah. And God said, you know, through you know, Jesus said that he he laid the infrastructure for life. In that he said this was the fullness of the law and the prophets love God with all of your heart all of your strength all of your mind love one another yeah amen you know so yeah. obviously like given that then yes and I think we've all experienced <laughs> given that you know yeah, we've yeah. all experienced it. you've experienced it. Yeah. I mean, you're you're a pastor you you you've had the opportunity of leading such incredible corporate uh, events and in, in, in everything you know and you know more than most the blessing that comes when you corporately connect in with your creator as a as a collective and the blessing that comes from that versus is the blessing that just comes when you're just in your prayer closet or however you know you structure your alone time with god 
Yeah, we know, we know the the richness in both situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I think for me, oftentimes within within a corporate place, though, like I like I get so pulled into the right. corporate. I get so pulled yeah. into just all the 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 plethora of dynamics that like that I can't imagine what my mind must look like. Like if you were to hook up a bunch of sensors to my brain during one of our events, because there's so <laughs> many things, there's so much information that I'm taking in and right. discerning and kind of going everywhere. That oftentimes, like even in that place of, of worship, like it takes radical intentionality to really connect with the Lord because mm-hmm. there's just so many distractions and so many things. So that's why I feel like for me, like like the encounter in the in the secret place, like just 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 Christ and just Jesus and I and like that that like that that's totally that's totally doable. But when it comes to really engaging heaven corporately, um, like these are the environments that we're that we're that we're creating. Right. Um, but oftentimes, I almost feel like it's it's really difficult to create the environment and also participate sure. um, in the environment. Which is why I love. Which is why it's gonna be fun going to Pastor Sung's place when you guys are up there. Because then I don't have to host. I like going to other people's yeah. parties. You know, uh-huh. when you're hosting, <laughs> when you're hosting a party, yeah. it's hard to enjoy the party, yeah, right? Totally. Yeah, because people make messes and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you party. <laughs> and you get to be, but you get to, on the other side, flip side, you get to be an eyewitness of wow. people. You yeah. see it all the time. You yeah. watch and observe the people getting touched in a corporate setting, you know? Yeah. So you're yeah. like an eyewitness. You're like uh, testifying of it, you know? So, um, yeah, but right on. I mean, corporate, there's definite blessing and collective, a collective group of people coming together to pursue you know, with the utmost focus and intensity, the one who created them. And then there's this, this realm of beauty and a secret place, mm-hmm. of just oneness with God, you, and God, and a dance, and a connection, meditation, and prayer, and worship, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, some of the mystics of old spent tens of years on their own. Did you, you know, so like when we're talking about, well, that's what I always think of, you, you know, you like know? The, the, the guys that did the craziest stuff <laughs> or had the craziest encounters, they tend to, they tended to be alone and to yeah. prefer it that way, you know, and sure. that's where it's like, how is a generation, like, how are we going to mm. be like the mystics of old? And yet also, you know, like, like where, you know, and, and man, there's a lot of tension there, right? Yeah. I, you know, I, and I think it comes back in those who are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. Now, how do we develop an infrastructure of health? in the world, in the body of Christ to get people to truly be led by the spirit, you know? And I think that's it. So if we can get an atmosphere, a connectivity going to where people are beginning to get set free of unhealthy patterns and belief systems, get further fused with their identity, I think the ability to be led by the spirit is incredibly heightened. Therefore, you know, they can go forward in what they're supposed to do in their own unique individual expression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, so, yeah. I mean, God is so diverse and he moves in each individual in such a unique way. Um, yet connection is integral. Yeah, so that's a very big topic. And I tend not to make many blanket statements because <laughs> of just how big God is. <laughs> sure. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm absolutely. talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you do a lot of seminars and a lot of like, um, uh, like retreat workshop kind of environments sure. that are very intense and, and long term. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, speaking of community, right? Like you're bringing a group of people where you're like you're, you're in a room together going for for a long for a long period of time. Right. right. Um, and uh, so 
and, and, and you're leading these environments and then, but also coming and doing something like Kava, like what we're doing here would be quite a bit different than like one of the workshop environments that you're, that, that you're leading. And I would, I would imagine, you know, I haven't had the opportunity of doing one, um, one, one of your tri- triune um, calibrations. Did I do that? <laughs> triune recalibration. Triune recalibration. Um, and I, 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 maybe I can explain a little bit behind yeah, why I use that lingo. Yeah, please, please. And yeah. then what I like to do is like kind of like contrast kind of like what you feel like your role is. Like, like, like okay, sure. but, but why don't you explain what, what is it? Yeah, you know, um, I'll go into an aspect of it. And I think tonight we might share a little bit on, on some stuff at you know at the meeting this evening kava you know at 7 p.m uh one of the times when i was caught up into an encounter with the lord um and by caught up meaning my heart was stirred my emotions just began to get just just well up to connect with god in a way uh that i could truly have understanding Mm. it was actually after a movie i think it it was after the movie um x-men uh logan oh logan anytime i see movies like just where people are in the know and then there's like the the status quo or the general (laughs) populace and then you have these people like jason Bourne, or you have the avengers or you have x-men logan logan lived through so much and you know like he saw so much because he wasn't he had everlasting in a sense he had an immortal life right? right 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 and so um Anyways, that stirred up in me this desire, God, I want to know, God, I want to understand, God, I want to walk in fullness, you know? It just stirs stuff in me. Movies are just a, a profound way to move on the emotion. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you begin to follow that, I think many of the people listening, you and we understand this, is that emotions and how God moves in them is a ladder, uh, is a staircase mm. into divine encounter. Mm. Um, so whenever my emotions and things like that begin to get stirred and it's from that place I always begin to lean into it, to follow it, and see if it leads me into the whirlwind, up into the presence and person of God or an encounter. Wow. So this movie I was watching, I got back, and I was just contemplating all this stuff. My God, I really want to understand. I really want to have your eyes. I really want to know more just what you're doing, who you are, everything like that. I want to be in the know. And I got, um, as my emotions began to start, I followed, followed until, boom, I was completely away from this. And I was fully in a celestial arena, in a heavenly arena. Wow. And I, it was in that context, a lot of things happened. But I met the Lord, you know, in a deep way, and visually, and auditory, and all my senses. Wow. wow. And um, All yeah. out of a Logan movie. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. It, it, <laughs> we have to go back, watch that one again. <laughs> That's the thing. It, it causes a certain unique, a unique set of like emotion and thought processes for, awesome. for somebody else. It might be like, man, that movie was intense. I can't see that stuff. You totally, know what I, whatever. Totally, totally, totally. It's a highly unique, highly individual. We all totally. know that. And, and so in that, you know, um, as I was back from that, I was actually with a friend of mine and we were just sitting on chairs, just thinking about just you know we're both very similar minded my friend Alec and we were just sitting on the chair both just contemplating just all that stuff I just shared and all of a sudden I get just completely elevated into the realm of the kingdom and I hear, I hear these words and this is the door beyond the veil wow if you choose to go through you'll experience the greatest of joys and the greatest of sorrows mm. yeah and it was an invitation into the heart of God wow and the eyes of the Lord wow. because God sees so much he sees all, everything. Yeah. He's a master over the universe of all timelines. He has to witness and see so much. 
you know, and we have an invitation to stand in his council and all of that. And that's another topic, you know. But when I came down from that encounter after having that experience, I literally was descending into the, you know, from the outside the atmosphere of the earth, you know, into into the earth, the atmosphere of the earth, back into the region. Boom, I could see myself coming back in through the roof into my body. Wow. And as I was coming back in, I heard, you'll now undergo a six-day recalibration. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it was very specific. And it was very interesting because after that happened, I just re I started to feel these like surges of life and of energy, of my relationship with God beginning to move through my nerves, my body. And that caused me to go on this journey of like limitless life, energy, wow. you know, wow. and um, it set in motion something called, you know, triune recalibration, hmm. a recalibration spirit, soul, and body to first love. And um, that just shifted everything. And I began to just do these workshops that you talked about. And the purpose is, is you know, as in the scripture, the word says, you know, be preserved, be made flawless, spirit, soul, and body unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, a complete triune recalibration unto first love. And it correlates right back with what we were sharing and talking about with fasting or with learning to perceive your food a certain way in the right context as you above it, not you underneath it, right? It's like, do I have a first love connection with God, spirit, soul, and body? Am I, is my life based upon his energy or is it based upon the energy of this food or this, that? Wow. Now, yeah. it's awesome. Guys, it's awesome. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love food. I love all that stuff. But I'm just saying we, we should get the record straight and the relationship in the right context. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're, when you're hosting one of your own um, events uh, versus uh, coming in and, and kind of um, uh, doing something like Kava. Sure. Um, what do you? Th what, how, how do you feel like your role is different in that place of kind of you know ministering within kind of a, a conferencey kind of gathering sure. versus a, like more of an intensive kind of worship kind of gathering? Yeah, you know I'm learning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm adapting. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm finding my flow in it all. You know. Yeah. Practice in a sense makes perfect. Absolutely. So each time it it I understand how to contribute um, in an hour versus 12 or 24 hours like my workshop oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah actually so do you feel that do you feel that tension like that that time tension like when you're like when you're speaking like mm -hmm. i mean because i'm at, i can't even like for me i can't even imagine doing like a 12 hour thing right sure. like i would be like wow are you guys still here <laughs> like how long is this you know what I'm saying like yeah um I'm, I'm the master of uh 22 minutes <laughs> let, let alone you know they all have their purpose man. <laughs> they all on. have their purpose you know I, I think i think for me it's just learning to speak uh more topically versus uh holistic like everything yeah <laughs> you know yeah 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 at first i was like oh, i gotta get this and i gotta get this and i gotta get this and because if i don't get this and then it's not properly representing who i am and what i carry and then i'm like no no i'll just settle down just wow you know? wow wow <laughs> you wow. can just share like the other day you can just share on this and it'll be great it'll be fun it'll be awesome and in the 12 hours and the 24 hour workshops like you know ian graham has been there since the beginning of me doing public ones mm. tanner has been there uh, as of like this last year several times helping me facilitate you know sound and leading people into realms and sweet, you know sweet. carlisle was for the first one in january where i proposed to her you know <laughs> so it was awesome i did it at a 12 hour you know and um you know again it's um during the 12 and 24 hours it's not, it, 
uh, sure, I share, I'm the main voice and the lead and facilitating. However, I like to see myself more as a tour guide. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to see myself uh, m- more like that because everyone's powerful, everyone's a leader. I want to make sure everyone in the room can level up into that place where they're a leader and we're all doing this together, collaborating conspiring together for breakthrough yeah you know and so i think that uh that that's the, the foundation is love god with all of your heart all of your strength all of your mind so 12 24 hours can you do that can you learn to look past your need for sleep hmm. your need for food can you learn to receive your sustenance from the lord spirit soul and body mm-hmm. and reset recalibrate you know and we go through different processes exercises and modals to to get through a time of 12 or 24 hours because you know people can get bored if you're just talking so we do movement we incorporate all types of different hacks you know from my background and and uh in the body and understanding that stuff to uh my understanding of the word of god and how to really activate its power uh we we do quite a bit in that area and again the infrastructure is we're all leaders and I love to hear from each person during the course of the time. Mm-hmm. Why? Because love God with all of your heart, all of your strength, all of your mind. Love one another and learn to love yourself, right? So we learn to love one another by hearing, even if it's small amount, hearing who they are, where they're coming from, why they're here, what they want to see in their life. And we all come in agreement in that over the course of 12 or 24 hours. And then we learn through the time to edify and build up ourselves in our most holy faith right so much of us give 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 and contribute 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 prophesy 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 all this stuff all this stuff all this stuff we find ourselves burnt out are we edifying ourselves are we learning to build ourselves and make this vessel and infrastructure for the flow of the glory of god to to move and to be sustaining you know what i mean i think that that's that's something that may be an element that's sometimes missing you know another element that's missing is just being proactive you know, faith without works is dead and actually activating and, and moving and being fearless. So we understand there's, again, you know, we need to get, we need to, you know what I mean? So, so there's just a lot there, uh, but that's a little bit about it. You know, um, we can go more in depth in it, but really it's, it's, it's simple. It's, it's simple. Love God with all of your heart, strength, mind, learn to l- learn to walk in this and embody this spirit, soul, and body in your whole triune nature. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's super intense, man. 12 hours and 24. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't done the 24-hour much as of late. I'm going to be resurrecting that soon. I think it's going to come in the next few months again. Um, but you know what, man? From the reviews of the people who were at the 24-hour, um, I was in L.A. and I did it, and several people actually felt like it was a, it was like a getaway. Really? Yeah. yeah, they, they yeah, enjoy, yeah. It, it was so enjoyable because we do. We take times of connection, little breaks, spurts. We keep things interesting, keep things lively. No matter what, you're going to deal with psychological and physiological triggers during that course of time. Yeah, but absolutely. that's the point. The point is to look at those in the face and to say, you know what? My sustenance, my joy, all that comes from the Lord. Yeah. You know, it's Paul's, so funny. I, sorry. Yeah. It's just so funny because oftentimes when I think of a getaway, like a getaway for me is oftentimes when I get away from sure. the diet, right? And I get away from the sleeplessness. <laughs> you know, it's like a getaway for me is like, we going to eat, we going to sleep. Yeah. You know, you know so <laughs> totally. this idea of, all right, so we're going to do a getaway where you don't eat nothing 
and you don't sleep at all. Yeah, but you know, like, during during the time, <laughs> we just learn to put it in its proper context. Like right, we, right. We, during the time, we at some point we break bread together, okay, fellowship okay, together okay, sure. over over a meal because we saw that was an infrastructure that Jesus set up. Yeah. So cool, we learned cool. to honor that too. Okay. We bring that element in, and it's cool. awesome to see people at the end of this rodeo, at the end of this 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 pursuit of this connection buzzing over a meal and it's like you see the fruit that's when that cool happens. yeah that's cool it's like, wow people are full of life and they're having it in the proper context yeah sure yeah, sure so sure that's awesome from a healthy place yeah and then some of the people too that were coming in this last one i was talking about the 24 hour very busy in, in la and oh, totally, totally, totally. so being able to being able to listen to what i had to say and put their cell phone away put their spend a day away from that and to really be able to go deep in the mind be transformed and really, it was actually a it was actually a healing thing for some people. Really, it was something that set people free. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What is um What does your uh, your daily schedule look like? Man, it varies. Man, it could be it can be no sleep and just being completely content. Like for instance, um, here I mean it's special. We're here. We're doing an event together and everything like that. I mean, you know, last night you know last night we had an awesome night. You it was know, a wild, it was so wild fun. Night. It was such a great day. And just uh, collaborating with you guys, and then we synced into a special like green room chat with Justin. That was phenomenal. It was amazing. Getting back from that, then you know my fiance and I just just chatted about like oh just the night how it went, and I was very energized. So I just began to chill, read the word, uh, take care of some admin stuff I needed to do till about six a.m. You know, just went into <laughs> different meditation and prayer, you yeah. know, in connection with God. About 6 a.m., I just was like, okay, I'm going to rest a little bit now. Rest until about 9, 9.30, around that time. Wow. Got wow. up, and we had a we had a full day. We had a great day. Wow. So, again, my my life is highly... Yeah, I mean, you look rested. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, you don't look like you went to bed at 6 a.m. You don't look up at 9. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm like, Yeah. But, but I've shifted my, my psychology, my physiology followed as a result. Wow. So wow. I can maybe be three days, you know, without rest and look like this. Okay. Yeah. But um, without much rest, you know, maybe like 90 minutes here and whatever it is, sure, sure. 20 minutes, I can, I can be completely here with it and with you. But it's because I've learned to shape my life, just scratching the surface. But sure. Little by little shape my life according to the word and the power therein. My life is very, very unique in its day-to-day because of how much I'm traveling, because of what I'm doing. You know, sometimes I could just be resting and just laying in bed for just from evening to, you know, late morning to early afternoon because I just I just want to just be in that place. Sometimes it just looks like I said 24 hours straight, you know? Wow, wow. Um, I'm a big proponent of rest, seat of rest, you know, and uh, I also understand that the seat of rest is a place of the most tremendous activity. Wow. So that's wow. another huge topic, you know. Um, so you can't really pinpoint me on a day-to-day right now. You know, like the other day, for instance, I, I was up 24 hours, but what would somebody think typically? Like, I can't do anything too strenuous. But what did I do? I went and had an intense workout, you know, tested my body, and what did I do? What was I doing by doing that? And I don't, I'm not telling anyone to do what I'm doing. Sure, okay? sure. This has been the lead of the spirit, and that's the most important thing. Um, everyone will connect into divine life um, in a different way. What was I doing when I went that much time and decided that I was going to go have a heavy workout and get in the sauna and all, all that? I was saying, you know what? I got to lock down in my body 
just how much it can be sustained, energized, and fueled by the Spirit of God. Yeah. That I don't have to have this level of rest to interact with this level of activity. Right, right. Now, I understand the regenerative stuff that happens when you rest, the physiology, the importance of sleep. I really do. I think it's it, some of the processes that take place in the body during sleep are highly, highly important. And so I encourage everyone, get good rest. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. The thing is, is that the prime mode and focal point of rest and sleep, I believe, is much different than what we've carved it out to be. Individuals like my spiritual father, Ian Clayton, or others would, would talk about how uh, the night is a place of the night watch. It's not staying up and praying. It's about learning to sink in the realm of relationship with God that elevates you into a place of connection with God where you're coherent, conscious, and collaborating with God in the realm of the kingdom while your body's at rest. Mm. David talked about this, you know, a heart be awake while my body's at rest, God, you know? So do you and, feel like you're actually kind of waking up at night? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, Yeah, yeah, totally. There's a part of you that wakes up and, Absolutely. and begins to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I've really, I've really worked with this dynamic mm. for a while, and still I'm scratching the surface of it. I think sometimes there's a timing on things that God has for us to, to, to fully birth, um, and this has been a pursuit of mine for some time, and I've seen quite a bit of fruit. Uh, however, again, scratching the surface, there's always more. So, um, like I said, I, I just said something there, and I, I want to sure, make sure, sure, it, sure. It, it connects in with what I shared earlier. Is that it's not about night watches and about staying up, right? It's about connection. Okay. Now, what we do when we're staying up for 20, 12 hours overnight or doing a 24-hour workshop is we're learning to yield on a bodily level, on a, in the soul realm, fully to the flow of the law of spirit and life, right? So that when we rest, that when we go into this stuff, we've now reprogrammed our faculties and it's more congruent with connection with God. So that when we do sleep, we're realizing... Like I'll tell you, for instance, an exercise or whatever, something simple I tell everyone to do after a 12 or 24 hours. Whenever you go to sleep at night, for the first 20 days, 21 days after this, because it kind of reprograms sure, and, and sure. forms a habit. Sure. We know that stuff. 21 days, a new habit, right? <laughs> a good thing. So uh, there's much more to that. But um, just approaching sleep the same way I, I we talked about with food, and that's kind of more my specialty, I guess, with, with the whole sleep thing is saying that, God, I'm so thankful for this bed. And I'm about to rest. This is not necessary. However, it has been given to me as a way to connect with you. I derive my life from my union with you. This right here will definitely provide me some regenerative qualities in my body. However, it's for its prime purpose, highest purpose, is to connect with you. And we read throughout all the word, throughout all the scriptures, how much the Bible, how much all of it was framed up by dreams and visions of the night. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So wow. we That's have true. to understand through that then that there's a major, uh, there's a major uh, uh, emphasis on utilizing the night watch for the for a connection with God, relational connection with God. So through the workshops, we're looking to bring our physiology into that congruency tune ourselves it says edify yourself build up yourself in your most holy faith just exercising these things in a a deeper way you know um 
I love to say things like, I want to actualize the grace of God in my life. I want to actualize the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. And people are doing this all around the world in their own unique way. And people are doing evangelism events you know they're actualizing the grace the gospel they're speaking the word they're seeing massive signs wonders miracles healings all these types of things some people are changing transforming industries spheres government everything all society this is just another way to look at it right yeah actualizing the grace of god and it's a way that i think i love how you phrase that it's a way of it's a way of uh taking it into uh the whole man I think we've we've left. Uh, we need to become connected again. We shared about this the other day. We need to become connected again. We need to be whole. We need to understand that we're a triune being, and there's way more than just that. But just to keep yourself a triune being, spirit, soul, and body, and we need to we need to be responsible and take account of that and say, God, we want the full manifestation, the full transformation. I want to take you into every aspect of my life. I want to live and move and have my being, spirit, soul, and body. Yeah, so good, yeah. man. So good, and and you said a um, a word that um, that you and I both value. Yeah, the word hack. <laughs> um, sure. Not because we're excellent computer hackers, which we are, mm. but um, but because this whole idea of biohacking or sure. like, and the, the picture that I always see is of like, uh, like a computer that's locked down mm-hmm. that you have no access to. It's yeah. like it's it's kind of like the 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 max. Yeah, like, like finally a computer that nerds can't get into, right? Like <laughs> it is what it is, and uh, hopefully you enjoy it. Versus like the old IBMs, guys were taking them apart and pimping them out. And you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, so this idea of biohacking that maybe for the first time in a, perhaps a long time, there's this there's this concept that we're able to actually go into our own programming mm-hmm. into this into this into this thing that we've believed has been locked down to the degree that. When stuff starts to go wrong in our own bodies, the only way that we can um, uh, uh, fix our bodies is to engage with a program, which would be like a, a prescription drugs or or a certain regimen of vitamins. So we always go outside in through some sort of like you know oral supplement in order to fix. But this idea sure. of um, of uh, biohacking and this this idea of not just uh, vitamins and supplements and you know, uh, that certainly is a part of it, right? Uh, but this idea that we actually have far more control over over our over our health and wellness, over our systems, the complex systems that are internal and visible, and yet kind of govern uh, and govern our 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 heart that that is needed in order for consciousness to remain mm-hmm. in the body. Sure. And so, um, this whole idea of uh, biohacking, what kind of understanding have you come into un- as far as uh, our uh, our conscious ability to affect the programming of this gift sure. that the Lord has given to us called called our body. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I love how you um, kind of honed in there because I know we've had conversations. <laughs> yeah, right, that was, right. That was good. That was genius. <laughs> thanks, man. thanks, man. Um, and um, yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, sure, sure. I think one time you mentioned. Uh, I think going in, like you you explained and you defined biohacking in a unique way. I don't know if you remember how you said it last time, but just 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 give. It, I think it was like just a, a sentence or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say that. Yeah. Well, I think it's similar to to the way I just described it, but um, the idea of that hackers have the ability yeah. to. Um, oh man, how how did I say it? It was it was <laughs> perfect, you know. But, but the idea that hackers yeah. have the ability to go into something not through the front door, but that hackers have sure. the ability to come into a structure through the back door, yeah, through, okay. through, through the back window, that they can access something that is normally not 
necessarily accessible and they enter it through an unconventional method by which they're able to adapt it um, to serve the function that they would like it to serve. Mm, Sure. And so, um, yeah, yeah. which is why there's like this idea of like jailbreaking, (laughs) like that's associated, like hacking is usually always negative. Which is why it's interesting when it comes to biohacking, mm-hmm. there's not this negative connotation. Like it's the one kind of hacking that's legal <laughs> and um, and pre- and profitable. Sure, it's it's a, yeah. You know, um, it's interesting. Um, you know, for for, um, for for believers, you know, in Jesus, the ultimate biohack is communion. Mm. You know, the ultimate biohack is is the Lord's Supper. Yeah, if we choose to see it the way that it's written, yeah. yeah, you know, he who eats of my flesh and drinks my blood shall live forever, and so we have to begin to see that as fact, as reality, as truth. It's the greatest supplement ever. It's the greatest so reality ever. Yeah, so good, absolutely. And um, and uh, that's the standard. That's one of the things that we're called to partake of. That was one of the things we were told to do, right? As well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I can, we can go and do very, this often. Yeah, right? we, yeah, exactly. In remembrance of, yeah. And mm. so remembrance, think about that. Remember. So remembrance, yeah, but remember yourself. Wow. Re, wow. re, you know, reform. Yeah. Terraform yourself according to wow. my body, my blood. Yeah, my DNA. You know, that's the true food, right? So that that's huge. I, I just wanted to share that. I think that was just really important uh, for us to understand that mm. uh, and take more of a, um, a more of a biblical approach to <laughs> to communion. So that is awesome. That's a huge biohack right there. Now, what you had mentioned about the body, you know, our own innate potential. And I think uh, innate intelligence mm-hmm. is something. When I was pre med, pre chiropractic, um, before, and I took a different direction after that. My father's. Uh, a heart doctor, allopathic physician, my brother's a chiropractor, you know, so I, I have this diversity in my family. My sister's into natural health care, all that stuff. So, so I understand the benefits of both. Like I saw my dad save lives wow. through wow. medicine, wow. through, uh, uh, you know, through what some people just completely condemn in the, the natural health care realm yeah yeah it's an, it's 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 hard to find somebody's balance it's sure. hard to it's hard to some find somebody to say like wow i see the benefits and i see the uh, i've been you know i understand the life-changing uh, life-saving benefits of allopathic medicine and the the life-changing and uh, beneficial uh, benefits of chiropractic or you know holistic health care or supplementation or you know essential oils or all these things you know totally so we just have to have a balanced approach so that we can actually truly give voice to this i think so you know um that's my background you know i come from that so now approaching this in a better way because sometimes that's that gets left out okay. and i want everyone to know it's that's like, great hey, listen, you're, yeah, you're, really you're a medical good. doctor whatever's going on just honor 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 i love the thing it. is, is yeah. god can take really that good, pill man. that you may have took in the morning for your blood pressure he can he can just he can just revamp you through that if you have faith. The thing is, what Kirby once uh, said this to, he's like, give it power. Wow. You, wow. And that's another way of having mastery <laughs> yeah. is that, you know what, this supplement, this water, I give it power. Wow. Because I'm a that's son. Good. It's good. I'm seated. So I, I give this supplement. I give this medication. I give this power to benefit me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I'll interrupt real, real quick because if you do, if you have this idea that I have to take this pill 
but it uh, in order to live, but it's actually destroying me. Mm-hmm. So that's the faith, and um, you know, regardless of you know, maybe there are side effects and that kind of thing. But what I love about that is it's like a reframing a faith around this. So you have a positive expectation on your on your prescription mm-hmm. uh, versus versus doing something and framing it around a negative expectation, yeah. but saying that you have to do it in order for you. So I love that. It's very helpful. Mm-hmm. No, thank you for that. Yeah, and I just just real quick, even um, you know, I just mentioned blood pressure. Yeah, mm. people take medication for blood pressure. Right, right, right. And we're going to get into this topic a little bit more, the innate intelligence, uh, the innate immune system, the body's ability to regenerate you, you know, if you're in disease or if you're in sickness. And I face so much, you know, in this area. And I've been able to shift in my body what was said can't be shifted. Wow, you wow. Know, by the medical standard, which I honor. Yeah, know? yeah. But um, as... as time goes forward, we'll always be pioneering and breaking new ground. That's just how we are, right? So everything is going to be changed. The medical books, everything like that. Yeah. Our body's divine design, innate ability to overcome all things is going to start to just change everything. Anti-aging, all that stuff. Go f- so far in this. Well, there's a cool story. Is My dad, who's a cardiologist, um, back when I first came to know Jesus, when I first started my walk in the Spirit, um, he wasn't at all uh, like enthused about that. Um, he honored me and my path and my journey, which was special, mm. you know, and he, he helped fund and get me to, to some of the places I am today, you know, but he didn't ascribe to it. You know, he's a spiritual man, a very loving man, Sure, but uh, he didn't really ascribe to it back 10 years, 11 years ago when I'm, the story comes from. But I, I had this walk with the Lord, and it was very deep. It still is, you know. It's union, the pursuit of God, and I believe that my prayer, my connection with God, can change my inner space and my outer space, everything around me. Yeah. So it actually bring my body into environments like cold, and I would, ten years ago, eleven years ago, I would get into cold, freezing water and meditate on God, believing God would be able to warm me, the angels would be able to warm me, right? You know, right, right. And uh, creation would respond, and everything like that is awesome, you know. So I really believe that that was practical. Sure. It's real. Sure. That's you know, my background too. Is I always looked at the whole body, the whole man. You know, now my dad one time, uh, as I was coming back from a ministry ministry school and different things like that, I was, uh, you know, I, I was coming back during a break, and my dad did this crazy thing, <laughs> that I mean, he has to have the most incredible faith, and he does, because he he thought that if what I'm doing is real. It'll sh- it'll have some type of shift in the environment. Believe, can you believe this? He said, he told me later on. He goes, Rune, what I would do is he would take blood pressure medication, and when I was home, he stopped taking it because he wanted to see if I would create an environment. Wow. Of wow. health. Wow. Now, just for him to do that shows his That's attitude. That's crazy. Yeah. And my yeah. dad's a genius. Yeah. 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 But yeah. he would literally track his blood pressure when I was home. He told me this years later. Hmm. And he found that when I was home in my presence, he wouldn't have to take his blood pressure medication, that his levels were in optimal range. But then when I left, they would go back up, it would get imbalanced, and you'd have to take the blood pressure medication. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. That's fruit. Sure, sure, you know, sure. That's the rivers of living water moving forth from our lives, right? It should shift our environment. Absolutely. Our family, our friends, our businesses, everything. Absolutely. Right? Our faith will produce fruit. And you are known by your fruit, right? So, um, and that's another 
exemplification of community. As you begin to walk, there's going to be people drawn, magnetized to you because of the fruit. And you're going to be drawn and magnified, uh, magnetized to people, right? Because of growth. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I know I'm kind of touching on multiple no, tangents, but uh, I think that's a really cool example of, of, of medicine, but then there's the power of the spirit, the, the law of spirit and life. You know, blood pressure medication, all that stuff, we're just going to do an experiment here. And many people take blood pressure medication. Sure, many sure. people have disrupted levels there. I did at one point in my life as well. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, clinically in Japan, they did some, the, in a sense, clinical trials on the power of breath. And they said that uh, overall, um, six deep breaths, conscious, intentional breaths, would decrease and put into proper range or way better range uh, people's blood pressure. And uh, it's a study, all that stuff. Maybe I can post it in the links later or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that'd uh, be great. But uh, everyone just just even take a second. We're gonna do it was six breaths. Yeah. So everyone just 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 rest, right? And a lot of times we breathe very shallow. Right. We just breathe right, from our chest, right. like shallow, sure. right? Um, and therefore we don't access some of the body's capability to heal itself. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, that it is. Breath is so powerful, and just like uh, any other faculty, we've been given to it as a gift from our Creator. Mm. Like we breathe all the time. But uh, did we know that within breath, within its power, is an ability to revamp and reset your body to begin to heal itself more optimally? Wow. And this is a whole other topic, but we'll, sure, we'll touch on sure, it. Sure, sure. And that's innate intelligence, your body's own ability to heal itself, right? And regulate. So we all know that when stressed out or something happens, sometimes we'll take a deep breath, mm-hmm. we'll gasp for air. That's a body's ability right there to manage stress. So you get in a stressful environment, your breathing changes. Sometimes, you know, uh, I was in the car with my dad recently and uh, I, I made like a U-turn and there was traffic and he got, he's like, <sighs> he took a deep breath in, right? As a reaction to a stressor. Isn't that cool? So what happened was he was a stress, but his body said, whoa, you're stressed out right now. I'm gonna take a deep breath in to regulate the stress response. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. That does all types of things if you look at the physiology, you know. Um, but if you just take right now, just take a just just take a check of you, just who you know, wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, you know, you guys just you guys are sitting on the couch, we're just sitting, just relax, just get just get in a relaxed position, and just put your hand on your stomach, take a deep breath in, and then you can see: Are you breathing? Are you breathing from the diaphragm, the lower abdomen? Awesome if you are. If not, breathe lower, breathe deeper. Now put your hand on your chest. And as you're breathing in deep here, you see your lower stomach, your diaphragm expanding, bring it up towards your chest where your lungs are, everything like that, and just stack your breath upwards to your head. Now just do now six breaths. Just go in. Out, in through your nose or mouth, doesn't matter, deeply in, another one, take it in again, take it in again, and again. 
I'm just so relaxed right now. I don't even really want to talk. <laughs> but all of you feel that, right? And you feel that. Yeah, it just yeah, changed yeah. your state, your psychological and physiological state, just like that. And for many of you out there, it regulated your blood pressure in actually a pretty profound way. It's awesome. It's fascinating. It's, yeah. So, and I mean, most of you who are viewing this or viewing this later can realize, well, I feel a different realm of peace. I feel less stressed, less anxiety. That's body. It's God-given attribute and gift to facilitate, to utilize. So, I mean, like if, if nothing else, that was what, like a minute and a half, maybe two minutes, mm. where that's all you did was sat there and breathe. Like mm. that was your only objective. That mm. was your only. And by putting your hand on your stomach and your chest, you are you are you are being mindful. So that by putting your hands on your stomach and your chest, you are kind of regulating how you're. Like so, you said now focus on your stomach and, and now bring that up to your chest. Mm -hmm. So that's the only thing that you, so you're not thinking about your email, right? And you're not thinking about, sure. um, except for me, I was getting text messages from my <laughs> wife about swim lessons tonight, but like, you know, but uh, for our kids, mm -hmm. not for me, I know how to swim, but like, like, like for just that brief moment for that, for a couple of minutes, that might've been the one time in the day where people kind of just stopped the chaos of the day and, and, and literally rested. Mm-hmm. You know, what's interesting is that the kind of breath, I'm sorry, the kind of rest that you find in the breath, right? When, mm -hmm. when you just, when that's your only objective there. And so I could absolutely see how that could be linked to blood pressure. And, 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 and this is a horrible example, but it is kind of funny that, um, that usually in the corporate work, work, workplace, the only people that actually take breaks that actually rest are the smokers. Interesting. They 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 have to have their break, right? Their 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 chemistry is like you will break right now, yeah. you know. And they all go outside, and there's like a community, you know. And they escape the grind of the work. And there's so there's, there's community, and there's fresh air, mm -hmm. and at the same time, you know, they're in, in, inhaling, you know, lots of stuff, you know. And there's lots of stuff in cigarettes. So I don't, I'm not judging it or anything, but well, I just think that there is a place like what if we were to actually start taking breath breaks, you know, in our, in our day. Let me, let, me tell, let me say something here. I can help anyone who's a smoker break their addiction. Really? Very easily. Okay. Because what they're doing when they're taking that deep drag of the cigarette, yeah, yeah, cigar, yeah. Yeah. is part of the stress response, the anxiety release, the tension is not just the tobacco, the nicotine. It's the deep breathing. And if they understood that, if we understand that. That's interesting. It'll shift a lot. So the thing is, is what's going on is taking that deep breath. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Is where they're getting a lot of the stress relief. Now, yeah. the, no, I'm not I'm not discounting the nicotine addic addicted sure, uh, sure, stuff of sure. that, and and also the biohacking abilities within nicotine, and that's another thing with all that stuff. But sure. the but really, at its core is um, is breath, and if you could take someone through rigorous just breath work. And, Guys, don't trigger at what I'm saying. Sure. It's your body's own ability. It's your God-given right to breathe. And uh, you can utilize it for your benefit because you were fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, you could, I'm just saying, I, I just, you can start I know, like going out. Yeah. At, you can start going out at break time and take a, <laughs> take a pen apart and, or just any sort of, or straw, straw. This is a hack, guys. I hope people are writing this down, but like go out for the smoke break tomorrow with just a straw. <laughs> and breathe in that fresh air through the straw. 
Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it is interesting. So, the more you know. It's like a public service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of people can really benefit from just utilizing this God-given gift. Let me honor what you just said yeah. because I just I, um, I don't want to pull anything away from my straw comment there because <laughs> there's so much what you were so yeah. much truth to what you're actually saying mm-hmm. and i think that there's just there's there's just this place of we need to become way more disciplined in our rest you know and you're and hiding we, your chocolate bar from yeah. the camera yeah well this thing's getting hot i think and i didn't want my chocolate bar to be to melting over it now as we're talking about that's bulletproof there's no sugar down. in this chocolate so as we're talking about health yeah. don't be judging don't be don't be hating. This is like this, this is high. Thanks for this, man. It's from it's from I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a it's bite. from Bulletproof. Dave Asprey, one of like the chief biohackers right now. Here, let me break off a piece from here. I didn't bite this side. Is this is communion? Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Mm. That's so good. Mm. That is like that's ridiculously good. Yeah, sea salt. It's just perfect. Thanks again for this. <laughs> no more. No, <laughs> no more for you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You can, uh, uh, Maybe it's because uh, Carlisle. You guys want to get in on this? I mean, feel free. Yeah, you guys can have a guys on yeah. it. It's really good chocolate. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, if you saw the stats on this stuff, you'd be, you'd be really happy. Um, I think another reason, too. While it actually, I was, it'll add like six months to your life. Just one bite. <laughs> Another another reason why I was fueled um, last night is uh, Carlisle and I we were chilling after the session just talking and we had like a whole bar of that before. Oh, are like, you serious? <laughs> it's a dark chocolate. Can, no wonder you, uh, you had so much endurance you know, through the night. That's awesome. <laughs> so um, yeah, but uh, again, um, the body's ability. We, we have uh, something, this innate intelligence, the body's ability to heal itself. I honor the medicine, everything. Guys, please continue to do so. Uh, you know, it's awesome. Right now, we're at a certain point where God is really breathing on the whole man and revamping it's the true. whole it's body, true. the it's body true. of Christ, the body, your body, physical body, and the world at large, the, uh, the face of the world, everything is changing right now. It's true. And we can see it with anti-aging, with all this stuff happening in healthcare, technology, every industry. And it's, it's, everything is going and trending towards long life, life expansion, um, breakthroughs in energy, consciousness and spirituality. Everyone's beginning to feel and partner with this reality of life and life more abundantly the whole world, the cosmos. Um, so, I think we touched, I think we went in there. I think we went there on that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. We can and keep going. No, no, one, one thing that I think on is, you look at how history repeats itself and you look at the the openness of, of let's just say spirituality in general within, within um, humanity. At least we can look in, in the West because I think when you look in the East, there's, there's, continually like this kind of spiritual ethic and openness because it's ingrained in a culture that, that goes with. but we don't necessarily have that in our European kind of context you know mm-hmm. and I say European in its in its uh, in that it's in our roots here even here in, in America right so we see this um, this almost this awakening um, that tends to be connected even to the east and we see especially being in in being in Seattle um, the uh, the the social 
like this social awakening and spirituality, not necessarily connected to Christianity per se, but just in the and and like uh, like how at Microsoft now they do uh, mindfulness uh, silence exercises before doing awesome. uh, their meetings and and um, there's all there's a lot of that, but it tends to be almost like a swinging pendulum in, in the states um, because there's there, there's not necessarily this might this might offend people, but there's not necessarily a spiritual anchor. I know people. People would say like America is a Christian nation, but not. It's it's different than it is in in, in the East in, in a lot of the Eastern countries and stuff. There's it, it, that that our spirituality tends to not be the anchor of our. So what sure. I'm saying is that we we tend to see when you look at the '60s and how it contrasts with the '80s. Sixties was a, a time of massive spiritual awakening, and you can see that in, in the integration of the arts and everything else. When you look at the eighties, like, and you have like techno, and you have like R and B and rap, and and and, the, and that that music that came out of there, it it doesn't have the spiritual, it doesn't have the spiritual integration that music had in like the sixties and the seventies. And then you come into like where we're at right now, it's almost like we're back in the sixties and seventies as far as like this, um, you know, uh, uh, spiritual. Uh, interweaving between the arts and practice and and so um so there's almost like this this uh very strong humanistic to a spiritualistic pendulum swing and it, and it feels like that there is actually a lot of opportunity right now um uh for what you're doing in this in this um taking taking advantage of the openness right but really in uh, uh bringing people into the awareness of of being created in the image and likeness of God sure. and the opportunity that's available when we uh, through union with Christ. And I don't know if there's a question there as much as it is kind of this conversation of, sure. of just, just how, 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 how we tend to swing as a species from very kind of self-centric to, to this hope that, that there is more at work totally. that, that transcends us. Yeah, no, it's good. You know, I think uh, right now, just even even taking it um, uh, in a different context, um, globally, we're more connected than ever. Wow, that's true. It's true. So, you know, we may look at some of the aptitudes in the East, the aptitude that Jesus Christ being Middle Eastern represented. Right, yeah, right, faith, right, right. Totally. I think it's a reminder too. Totally. Where our faith um, originated, originated from, yeah. and, and in a sense, and so, you know. Um, we really have to pay attention to that. Absolutely. And, and another Absolutely. thing is just we're in a we're we're in a global cosmological interconnected network now. Everything is connected. There's no separation. And I say that in, in not a mystical way. I'm just look at the World Wide Web. Look at the connection. I I'm skyping and calling and connecting with people all around the world on conferences and meetings and stuff like that. With you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, totally. So we're we're all connected. We're all one. So therefore. Now we're all beginning to understand oneness. We are one. We are connected. Mm. You know, we're very. It, it's it's a, it's increasing this whole realm of spirituality, mindfulness, consciousness. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, everyone is partaking of it. You know, I mean, sure, maybe um, we have some early adopters, late adopters, sure, sure, early sure. investors and late investors. Sure, you know right, what I mean? Right. But at the end of the day, everyone who invests in mindfulness or spirituality, or uh, they they reap the benefits. Now, I am not discounting the uh, 
different spiritual dynamics and uh, spiritual beings, all these different things. But I'm saying just at a purely practical way, we are mystical beings by design. Everyone should have known that we, we are. And that's one of the benefits and beauties of the Jewish culture, of my culture from India, where my background is, of the Native Americans, indigenous people of the West sort of that got stomped out for sort of, you know, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now we're being honored again and yeah. you know, freed up again. You know, what, what is it? It's, we went from localized region, tribe, you know, city, state, na- nation, global. You know, now we're talking about space all the time, SpaceX, uh, you know, um, all types of things going on in there. And so uh, we're moving from, you know, I think Justin mentioned this too, we're moving from linear to nonlinear. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another thing is this we're not seeing things just you know we're seeing things more circular and where does that come from if you look at uh, the rabbinical teachings the teachings of christ we are one john 17 just look just read and if you look at it and i spent time with some of the the native americans and the chiefs and different people they're beautiful like because what they see is they see everything's connected Mm -hmm. you know there's there's just uh, so we're all seeing that way now in a greater way than ever before yeah yeah absolutely Absolutely. And I think it, that I think that uh, this is another w- way that you know you mentioned in the conversation you just started. It's another way of of approaching that topic too. Yeah, and it's also, and we're seeing the fruits of that within um, uh, within also just the the church. And I say a capital C, right? Um, in that uh, I, I grew up, you know, just being a pastor's kid and stuff, and going to different meetings. And my dad was in a denomination and everything, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, and there was just a lot of there was just like a frequency of division and competition that framed a lot of stuff out. And not to say that there is no division or competition anymore, but I, the 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 dynamic is radically different um, for me getting to pastor. And sure, there's still battles, but the battles are different. Mm-hmm. And um, and and when I when I see uh, so being a pastor, right, and then interfacing with other pastors in different streams and other, other traditions. There just isn't that. There just isn't that competitive spirit. There just isn't that. Um, it's good, you know. And, and and I would imagine that there that it's it's different from region to region. But man, like this is the region right where I grew up, mm-hmm. and it's and it's absolutely night and day. And so there is really there it really is an anointing, a, a, an oil of a unity that's that's coming over over humanity and and. And in an honor, like this inherent childlike honor, mm-hmm. that is that um, that is holding these greater um, themes of injustice, such as like racism and and hatred and um, and, and and judgment. Like you know, like there there are these there are these. It just feels like that there's uh, this childlike um, love and totally. joy and peace that, yeah. that that's starting where where it's like the culture is saying this should be the standard like and it's interesting because there are breakdowns within that standard and, and, and holes and injustice within the standard but it's pretty fascinating to, to to see the culture almost lifting up this tree that's full of fruit the the fruit of the spirit saying this is what we honor as almost as a species and this is what we honor as a people and so even though we don't know how to go about it except for like first base trying to legislate it you know i i think that it is it is pretty interesting just to hear what the songs are being written about right now what the mm-hmm. movies are being written about like that are coming out right now yeah and they're like that nobody's necessarily claiming to know um how you know 
how, how to go about that but within the culture. I mean, yeah, sure, everybody's got their thing that they're fighting for, mm-hmm. their thing that they think is, is going to be the thing that breaks the, this greater conversation right. open. But what I'm talking about that's really encouraging is to see that desire for wholeness and health yeah. um, that would transcend your the economic barriers, that would transcend the um, the racial barriers in, so in, in, in all of these things. I mean, even the gender conversation, mm-hmm. um, it's so important that we don't think that uh, despite our understanding of biology and God's intent for um, for both sexes to reveal the uh, you know the character and nature of God, it's so important that we don't take people's um, gender uh, or 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 whatever pronoun they're identifying with that we're not using that as an excuse to dishonor them or to disqualify them mm-hmm. from uh, um, from rights that that every human should should have, and I think that um, that sometimes it's easy to do that with a Christian worldview is to say, because you're identifying as this, I have the right in my heart, I don't, not even to say it out loud, but I have the right in my heart to judge you or to dismiss you mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, almost as, as a less of human. Um, because of the Bible says this, you know, I have the right to go hear my heart. And I just don't see that Jesus operated that way. Yeah, God and is so, not willing that any should perish. That's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I think um, one of the things too is I think we need to, a lot of times, um, you know, we see things that are trending, mindfulness, meditation, those, those things are biblical, meditation, mindfulness. Paul wrote the, most of the New Testament and he was talking about being mindful, setting your mind on things above, right? So all this is awesome, you know? And I think- He hits on a lot. Yeah, yeah Paul yeah. hits on a lot. You know, and I, I think uh, we have to see this as a gift from God. I think, I think, uh, in Christianity, sometimes you there's a tendency to uh, to see things uh, uh, opposing or uh, study to disprove a matter versus approve a matter. Wow! wow. And so mm-hmm. I think we we don't see it. I think the the global the global awakening, oneness, interconnectivity, spirituality is one of the greatest gifts from God ever. Mm. You know, and He would obviously shower that down upon everyone. So I think instead of seeing it as um, new age this or this or that or this or that I say wow this is an incredible gift everyone's awakening to the reality that there is more well and if well, we begin to see it that way i think we can really truly have greater influence yeah, yeah absolutely and and greater conversations yeah exactly. with, with people outside of our boxes and bubbles and, un, and understanding seek to understand yeah absolutely yeah, that's good Arun, thank you so much man this, yeah. this has been a lot of fun talking yeah. to you a lot as we Great. always do um, the conversation certainly did not yeah. disappoint and looking forward to tonight night three of, uh, awesome. of Kava. yeah man an honor awesome. wonderful time alright hey God bless you buddy yeah see you guys podcasts are definitely trending right now there are so many brand new podcasts that are hitting the market and I think that iTunes is kind of overwhelmed and one of the ways that iTunes aggregates what's hip and relevant from the rest of the noise that's hitting the web is through ratings and reviews a bunch of you have already taken the time to leave a rating and a review of this podcast and I just wanted to say thanks you guys are incredible and you're so supportive and I love you and if you haven't had a chance to take that minute or two to leave a review if you do that that'd be incredible and i've created a shortcut to get you there it's the darrenshow.com that's the darrenshow.com 
Com. You can give it one star and that means that you think it's kind of lame or you can give it five stars and that means that you think this thing be dope, be tight, be off the chain. So if you would take the minute or two to leave a review, that would be mighty fine of you. Again, it's thedarrenshow.com. Thanks guys.